calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hi, I'm Faith McQuinn. Everyone in the Boom family knows that this show exists because of listeners like you. And I, along with the cast and crew, want to make sure to give you the best quality show possible. Becoming a member of Patreon will help ensure that. As a patron, you'll get all kinds of goodies, including exclusive episodes, discounts at our Teespring shop, plus an invitation to a quarterly chat with me and other cast and crew members. And it all starts at $2 a month. Just $2. So please visit boom.observerpictures.com and click on Become a Member to join today. This episode contains intense moments. Listener discretion is advised. Observer Pictures presents Boom, a serial drama podcast. Written and directed by Faith McQuinn. This is episode 22, Luke. You answered. I'm sick of you calling, so I thought maybe this would stop you. I'm sorry. I was an asshole. I know. We've covered this already. Can I see you? No. Is there anything I can do? I don't know. Maybe stop pining for my best friend? Maybe not throw a tantrum when she gets engaged? Just a couple of ideas. I'm not going... Stop! Please stop. Don't call me anymore. I'm happy you called. Well, my car broke down, and I didn't really want to pay for a lift to Clarksville. I'm sure you had other friends. No one else who climbs. And I figured if I'm making you drive all the way there, you might as well join us. I know Mai will give me an earful, but whatever. She invited you to the engagement party. She obviously forgave you. I can take a look at your car if you want. Maybe it's nothing big. So you fix bikes and cars? 
I fixed cars with my granddad growing up. It's actually why I went into engineering. You went into engineering? I never told you? I guess not. Uh, yeah, I almost went to Georgia Tech with Porter. Then I decided I wanted to stay closer to home. What happened? What do you mean? Why do you work at a bike shop? Oh, because I like it. I didn't like much about engineering once I was in school. Maybe because I didn't really get along with anybody like I did with my granddad and Porter. So I stopped. I believe everything you do should make you happy. That's a nice philosophy and all, but a little fantastical. I mean, you have to do some things that don't make you happy. But those things should lead you to happiness. Even if it makes other people unhappy? I'm sorry I hurt you. I've done some pretty stupid shit lately, and you're a good person. You're a great person, and you're not someone I want to hurt. I keep going over the shit I've done, and I know it didn't have to happen that way. I, I sometimes I get really get caught up in myself. I, I can still take a look at your car, or I'll pay for your lift if you'd rather. No, it's all right. An hour in a car with a stranger would be weirder than this. Do you really still have a thing for Myra? Not really. Not exactly the answer I was hoping for, but I guess I understand. What does that mean? She's kind of perfect. Don't say that. Why not? I love her to death, but when it's between the two of us, she wins. You shouldn't do that. When Porter and I were kids, we hung out all the time. I was a little awkward. Really? I never would have guessed. Anyway. I was awkward and didn't really have any friends, and he was quiet and didn't really have any friends. So it was us, all the time. Then we got older and he got less quiet, and then it wasn't just us all the time. And just please don't say Myra wins. It's bullshit. Okay, I'll be honest. When I first met you both, all I saw was her, but she didn't see me. I tried, too much probably, but it didn't matter. Porter was it. Porter is all she sees. So maybe I still, what's the word you said? I pine after her a little, but I don't love her. What, and you love me? Yeah. You love me. Yes. Okay, then. All good back there? She's asleep. So's Dax. It's been a long day. Thanks for staying. What? Of course. Especially since Porter fucking abandoned you. Yeah, that was kind of a dick move, but he was super freaked out. It might have been for the best. Bullshit. Stop making excuses for him. Oh, because you've been a perfect angel. <sighs> he still shouldn't have done it. You're comfortable, though? You need a blanket or anything? No, I'm good. Thanks. Well, 
Once I drop off Dax and get you two home, I'll go pick up Myra's medicine and then some dinner. Sounds good? You don't have to do all of that. I know. I want to. For Myra? No. You've had a long day, too. You need to rest. Myra needs you with her. If you want to take a nap, go ahead. No. I think I'll stay up and keep you company. Does this mean you forgive me? Maybe. This is Heather. Hey, Heather. Oh, hey, Luke. Did you already send the email? Sent it this morning. This won't get me fired, right? No, of course not. Just make sure you ask for Porter. I remember. Are you coming later? Well, I'll be there at 7. See you then. Hey. Hey, yourself. Do you want to do dinner tonight? Uh, I can't. I got to check on Dax's cat. Oh. Well, that won't take long, will it? Have you met Dax's cat? <laughs> She's a little needy, so I'm going to be over there for a little while and then probably just go home and crash. I'm kind of tired. Okay. That's cool. We could do something tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's good. I've got a pretty full day, though. I'll cook for you then. Let me see. I can make lemon chicken and maybe roasted Brussels sprouts. Go on. We could do a picnic. We haven't done that in a while. That is definitely true. Well, if we do that, then I might have to stop and get dessert. I mean, Five Daughters is right by the shop. Oh, you do know how to make me happy. You know I love you. I know. Tell me you love me. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Hello? May I help you? Are you Melissa Abbott? Yes. Are you interested in making an appointment? No. No, not exactly. I just wanted to speak to you for a moment, if you have the time. I... I promise I, I won't keep you. Well, what's your name? Luke Sullivan. Does that ring a bell? Uh, no. No, it, it does not. You're a terrible liar, doctor. I can't speak about my other patients, Mr. Sullivan. Oh, so you do know who I am. And you're not scared? Why do I need to be scared? Hmm. Interesting. Porter was telling the truth. Why would I need to be frightened, Mr. Sullivan? Well, that's not important. Were you interested in making an appointment? I mean, I don't really have any openings this week, but I'm sure we can... I'm not interested in therapy, Dr. Abbott. I'm more interested in you and what you've done to help Porter. I've already told you I cannot speak about my patients. I want you to stop seeing him. Why would you want me to do that? Well, you've really helped him these past couple of years. He was getting much better. You're his best friend. I would think you'd want to see Porter at his healthiest. He told you I was his best friend? Huh. Well, that's not the case anymore. It hasn't been for a while. I'm sure you've noticed, especially at your session yesterday, that he wasn't doing so well. Have you spoken to Porter about your feelings, Luke? Yeah, of course I have. Why do you think he's getting all freaked out again? He doesn't understand. Would you like to tell me what you said to him? I know what you're doing, Doctor. You don't think Dax does that too? I know. 
that you'd be able to help him again because he trusts you. He used to trust me. I guess I burned that bridge. Oh, I don't know what's in that drawer, Doctor. Your phone? A panic button, maybe? Doesn't matter. They won't work. I jammed the signal. Luke, why were you surprised that I, I wasn't frightened? You're a smart woman, Melissa. I think you understand why you should be frightened. Maybe you can take a short vacation? No, I guess that wouldn't be fair to your other patients. But you do need to stop seeing him. I'm sure you'll come up with something, but you can't tell him I was here. You can't tell him the reason. What's to stop me from calling the police when you leave? Your wife. What? Carolyn? She's at work right now. At Vanderbilt? She takes lunch every day around 1 p.m., walks by herself to her car parked on the third floor of the parking garage on 25th Avenue. What do you want from me? I've already told you, Dr. Abbott. Now, I need to go feed a cat. You're late. It's five after. You said seven. What's in the bag? You'll find out soon. Is your roommate here? Of course not. Wait. What? How did it go today? Fine. They sent Porter. Took him some time to figure out what was going on. Good. How long was he there? I don't know. A couple hours. And you hung around? Yeah, I talked to him most of the time, just like you asked. Was I a good little girl? Stop it. I just don't get the interrogation. It's not like you asked me to do anything hard. Sorry. It's fine. You just owe me. <laughs> At least once we're gonna make it to the bedroom. When does your roommate get home? Not until after midnight. She works a late shift. Why? Starting to think you don't like beds. Let's play a game. Ooh, I do love games. I know. You're not gonna hurt me, are you? No, babe. I wouldn't hurt you. Not unless you asked me to. Now go sit in the chair. I'll think about calling you back. Hey, it's me again. I don't know if you got any of my other messages. I mean, I'm sure you did. I know we're not exclusive or anything, but I miss seeing you. And you still owe me. That was a big thing, lying to the cops. Don't get me wrong, it was fun. But you promised me things, and I expect them. Call me. Heather. Well, hello, Heather. Luke. Hey, what are you up to? Uh, not much. I was thinking about you. I'm sorry it's been so long. I've been busy. Maybe we could do something later? I don't know. Depends on what you had in mind. Oh, I could think of a few things. <laughs> First, though, I need a favor. 
Of course. You still owe me from before. I know. Last time, I swear. Those cops you spoke to before, they're probably gonna come back and see you again. All right. I need you to tell them about us. What? Well, not us exactly. I need you to pretend that I'm Porter. It's Porter. You got it bad for him, don't you? I don't know what you mean. Look, it's really none of my business. I'm sorry you even said that. But, all right, I'll lie to the cops. Again. For you. Thankfully, nothing's strapped to me this time. I am going to need a little incentive. Tonight. Uh, I can't tonight. Well, then I don't know if I'll be able to remember what to say to those detectives. <sighs> Are you home now? Yeah. I'll be over after I close up. Hey, are you awake? No. What time is it? It's just after one. What? Why didn't you just come over later? I felt bad missing the show. Plus, I wanted to see you. Aw, that's sweet. I'm going back to sleep. Is Myra here? Mm-hmm. Is Porter? Nope. I slapped him. He went home. <laughs> Tell me you love me. Love you. I love you, too. Will you make me pancakes in the morning? Sure thing. With blueberries. Always. Hmm. I'll be back very soon. Hey there. What are you doing right now? Just gonna go grocery shopping. I need you to meet me. Where? Where we first met, 15 minutes. Uh, sure. I still need to get groceries. It won't take long. Who's Dr. Abbott? Are we supposed to be in here? It's fine. No one's here on Monday. We have that damn bag again. What are we doing? I just need you to help me with one last thing. What's that? <coughs> oh, God. What are you doing? I'm so sorry about your face. It's such a lovely face. You've been so helpful. I'm sorry. I really am. Join us again in two weeks for another episode of Boom. This episode featured the voices of Ryan Irwin as Luke, Courtney Holly as Allison, Sandrine Matthews as Heather, Theron Womack as Dr. Abbott, and me, Michael R., as the narrator. Season 3 was recorded at New Mind Studios in Nashville, Tennessee, and Pod Studio 1 in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Production sound, Matthew L. Hankins and Joshua Sui. Producer, Amanda Lorraine. Sound design and mixing, Joshua Sui. 
Original music, Brian Irwin. Assistant director, Delilah Ferrer. Production assistant, Van Donnell. Social media guru, Ryan Allen. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and consider giving us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information, where to find us on social media, and ways to donate to the show, please visit boom.observerpictures.com. Thank you for listening, and please share this podcast with a friend. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.